Well, these windy conditions, Pat, as you said, would be perfect kite flying weather if not for the rain but be very careful you don't want to lose your kite i've done that many a time from what i understand another expert in flying kites our good friend miriam marston she has flown a kite or two and she is joining us today to talk a little bit about this lenten season and the journey we're on good morning miriam so tell us have you ever flown kites before very much good morning brenda and pat it's great to be on with you i have a uh... You know, I'm a city girl uh, originally, so you can, it's a little tougher to fly a kite um, in a city street. Sure. <laughs> but when I've uh, gone out to the beach or to the coast, yes, I have flown a kite or two. I'm not great at it, though. Um, but yes, I have done it. <laughs> I I like the kites that are very simple, where all you really need to do is is let out a little line and toss it up in the air, and then it takes care of the rest. But it's always wonderful to go out to the beaches here on the Oregon mm. coast, especially during those kite festivals. The tricks that some of these professionals can do, I think, is really incredible and uh, always a good time. Yeah. So we're looking forward to the springtime, but that is a <laughs> ways out still before we can enjoy a lot of warm weather. We are on a journey to Easter. Yeah. It is the Lenten season. Just this past Wednesday, Miriam, it was Ash Wednesday. How was the, your celebration of the beginning of Lent? <laughs> um, it, it was uh, mine was a little bit unusual, only because I'm I'm in the process of um, kind of moving and, and uh, trying to to purchase my first home. So I actually spent my my first day of Lent sort of uh, dealing a lot with like financial paperwork, <laughs> which didn't feel super Lenten, but it was totally fine. And in fact, it gave me an opportunity to to sort of, you know, thank God for these new opportunities and, and see how he's even working uh, through that kind of unusual, unconventional start and to really draw me into the season of Lent. So it was all good at the end. Oh, all good at the end. Well, Miriam, of course, many people would uh, remind you, too, that when you do enter in that new home, well, I'm sure Father Henderson would be more than happy to come and bless <laughs> that home for you. That's an yeah. important part of the process also. Well, we have entered into this Lenten yeah. season, and Miriam, we've been talking about yeah. some of the things that we are going to try to do, each one of us here at mm. Mater Day Radio. My goal is to, I have a spot on the couch that if I plop myself down on, I, I don't get up and I, I lose the afternoon. So I am not sitting down in that spot until Easter Sunday. Have, but I want to use that to yeah. do something, to to go and read in a quiet area, say my prayers yeah. uh, in a different area. That's an important part of the sacrifice. We give something up, but then we're also supposed to do something. How do you mm. encourage those that are journeying into the church who will be entering on Easter Vigil that you are working with? How do you encourage them to, you know, practice these these ways that we uh, honor and celebrate this Lenten season? Yeah, excuse me. Great question. And um, yeah, we know that the things that we do, or perhaps things we we don't do in Lent, you know, all of that is is ordered to deepening our relationship with Christ and and growing in the spiritual life. And uh, yeah, it's great to speak to those who are coming into the church. You know, some of them, Brenda, um, have have already uh, taken on the Lenten practice even before baptism. They just it's kind of in the air. It's a good time to maybe do some some decluttering, either externally or or uh, internally. You know, and that that spirit of of interior decluttering, I think, is so important. You know, I, I heard Archbishop Sample give the uh, suggestion, for instance, of 
uh, getting off of social media. Um, and so I, I will be doing that um, and uh, just kind of reading the news headlines, not getting too caught up in what's going on uh, in the world. We know there's stuff going on, Brenda, right? Right. Um, Always. But we want to, yeah, we want to really focus on what God is really trying to do in our own life at this time. Um, I've recommended um, the Hallow app as well as Mata Day, of course, um, and those apps. But um, I'm doing the Hallow Challenge, uh, reading uh, the uh, sections from um, the book He Leadeth Me by Father Walter Chiswick. So uh, kind of uh, doing some daily reflections on that. Um, I'm part of a, a Bible study myself, and we'll be looking at the Sunday readings throughout Lent. Um, selfishly, I'm very glad about that, Brenda, because as, as you know, as part of my role, Sundays are really busy. And mm-hmm. in, in, in that busyness, um, you know, there's a risk of, of losing track of even what is said and done in the liturgy, even though that's the most important thing. My mind is kind of in work mode. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I really welcome the opportunity to reflect on the Sunday readings ahead of time so I, I don't lose sight of what Again, God is trying to communicate so beautifully uh, during the liturgy of the Word. Um, so I encourage our catechumens to really look at um, the, the the readings during Lent and, um, again, see what God is trying to speak to them very personally at this special time of preparation. Personally, Brenda, I want to finish a book by Easter. Okay. I want to just finish reading a book. So I've I'm starting to reread The Return of the King by Tolkien. Um, So that's a a personal resolution I'm taking on for Lent. Um, I like to sort of replace movies and sitcoms um, sort of when I want to unwind at the end of the day. So I'll watch like documentaries or stuff about gardening or cooking, which is kind of penitential for me since it's it's not a natural interest I have about gardening or cooking. Um, And then silence, Brenda, right? Sure. Um, Building in some silence. So talking to our catechumens um, about the importance of having pockets of silence in our day, especially in the Lenten season. Oh, all all things beautiful. It's amazing that just even a few minutes of silence just really calms your soul mm-hmm. and any, any anxiety that you might be feeling, well, you can just offer that up and let, let God take care of that for yeah. you. Mary Marston is joining us today talking about this journey towards Lent. Well, there at St. Anthony's in Tiger, do you do have fairly large group that are heading mm-hmm. towards be entering into the church at Easter time. What are some of the yeah. big steps now that they have coming up uh, during the uh, next few weeks? Sure, yeah. So right around the corner um, this Sunday, we'll have the rite of sending at St. Anthony's at the parish. Um, and that's where the the catechumens will sign the uh, the book of the elect um, and at the parish. And then uh, I will take that book along with the group of catechumens to go to the cathedral in Portland. And that's where the catechumens publicly express their desire for baptism to the bishop. Um so really saying they're going to take this step into this next uh, step of preparation. They're now going to enter the period of purification and enlightenment, these last weeks of preparation for them. And they're no longer catechumens. They're members of the elect. And um, I really, I, I love this moment too, because it's, you know, it's the first time the almost all of them will have been to the cathedral and it really puts them in touch with the church beyond St. Anthony's. That's, that's all they've known so far is, 
is the parish life in that community. And so I love um, to, to let them see that they're really part of something so big, right? Right. And that this is something that's going on all over the world. Um, and they really get a sense of that, um, the, the, the universality of the church. Oh, that said, I have been many a times, even into other countries where I didn't even speak the language and the universality of our church. I followed right along with what was happening at Mass. It is a beautiful thing that we are all part of in this body of Christ. And so we look forward to yeah, welcoming all of those. And we will continue to pray for those who are continuing this journey to enter into the church. Miriam, thanks so much for joining us today. God bless you. Happy Lent. Great to be on with you. Happy Lent as well. God bless.